Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. This is episode number 60 of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, the podcast that takes a hardcore look at some softcore crimes. I'm your host with the most, Mr. Leroy Luna, coming at you straight out of the closet with a couple tales about guys who enjoyed clogging up public toilets. Some people have the coolest hobbies, I swear. Here I am, collecting stamps like a schmuck. Just kidding, I don't collect stamps. Don't even have a hobby, really, that I can think of. I guess this show was my hobby. You know what? It is. Good for me. I have a hobby. Moving on. We did it, baby. All that begging paid off. Finally got over 1,000 reviews on Apple Podcasts. (laughs) Thanks so much, everybody, for getting me to that milestone. A lot of kind words from people. Some saying, Leroy's the man. Leroy's cool. Like I requested. Got to admit, that made me laugh. Other people complained of anal leakage. Also hilarious. A lot of you guys are goofballs like myself, and I appreciate that. Here's what Toxic Tasha said with her five-star review. Gold. This is the best true crime podcast with its own hilarious spin. Leroy is funny, lighthearted, and makes this podcast absolute gold. I love hearing about his personal experiences and take on each episode. My go-to podcast. Aw, thank you, Tasha. You're making me blush. And that is a great segue here. Unfortunately, you won't be hearing about a personal experience I've had with clogging a toilet. And there are a few of them. And I know, I know, that sucks. But don't worry, because I got something even better. I reached out to you guys in the private Facebook group, and I have a few toilet stories that some listeners sent in that I'll read off at the end of the show in the criminal confession segment. And I also reached out to my bro, Jack Luna, of Dark Topic and 911 Calls fame. And he's going to share a personal story with y'all in a moment. So what do you say we plunge into this episode? 
after a little potty humor. Okay, here goes. Why is there no toilet paper at KFC? Because it's finger licking good. <laughs> hey oh. One more here. I've got a book in my bathroom that I write my feelings and personal thoughts into while on the toilet. I call it my diarrhea. All right, everybody. Hop in the minivan and let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with another tale of low-level true crime. And don't worry, my friends. I promise to get you back home to use your own toilet. I don't know why, but all these public washrooms seem to be out of order. Episode number 60, Serial Toilet Cloggers. Hey, uh, Leroy, long-time listener. Second time? Uh, third? I'm not sure. At least the second time, Colin. Anyways, it's your brother, Jack Luna, Dark Topic uh, Podcast. You asked me if I had uh, any cool stories about clogging toilets, so here I am to share the story of rice and eggs. <clears throat> There was this one time when the pipes got all stuffed with baby wipes in our house back in, uh, I'd have to say 013, 012, not certain. I believe 013, but uh, don't quote me on that. Anyways, I called my buddy Eggs over to see if he could snake it out, and when we got into the basement, I realized the floor was splattered with, I don't know, not entirely certain, maybe I'd say, uh, I don't know, what amounted to a couple of buckets of sewage on the floor that had burped out of a drainage hole. The clog was such that it was in deep beyond the basement floor, and it had been backing up. Anyways, I'm uh, not a plumber. Eggs is. And the gross part about this whole mess was that when me and Eggs opened the door to see what the damage was, he recoiled, shouting out, Dude! Maggots! There's f maggots everywhere down here! And uh, when I looked in at the floor that was splattered with a week's worth of struggling flushes from the upstairs toilet, I was like, Yeah! Ew, that's gross eggs for sure. Maggots, ew, sick. So we got our big rubber boots on and we waited in the snake out this deep clog. And it wasn't until we were in the literal shit that I told him I'd been eating a lot of rice lately, causing eggs to throw up his breakfast of eggs to mix with my last half a dozen dinners of chicken, beans, and rice. Both of us laughing maniacally as our stomach contents melded in a disgusting slurry around our feet. An incredible bonding moment. And to this day, I'm known to my buddy as Rice, and he to me as Eggs. All the best, Leroy. Keep up the great work. Thanks for letting me share. Thanks, Jack. That shit was funny. I don't care who you are. When I approached my bro about a personal potty story, he said, well, I did throw my back out a little while ago while wiping my own ass. I said, hmm... Not exactly what I was looking for, but that'll do. Then he lays this one on us instead. Beautiful stuff. Okay, it's time for our first tale. And for this one, we're heading on over to Sheboygan, which is a city in Wisconsin with a population of about 50,000 people. 
Sheboygan is the county seat of Sheboygan County. I'm probably going to say Sheboygan excessively because I'm immature and it's just plain fun to say. Sheboyganwi.gov says, There are many theories as to how Sheboygan got its name, but the most likely one indicates Sheboygan was a Chippewa, Indian word meaning passage or waterway between the lakes. That's kind of beautiful. Anyways, is there crime in Sheboygan? Of course there is. Why else would we be visiting this dump? Let's check in with our friends at NeighborhoodScout.com to find out more. Sheboygan gets a 29 on the crime index, meaning it's safer than 29% of U.S. cities. Not great. Chances of becoming a victim of a property crime are 1 in 60. Chances of becoming a victim of a property crime if you're a toilet in the women's washroom at DeLand Community Center in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, when Patrick D. Beeman is in the vicinity, 110%. Holy shit, Leroy. Talk about blowing your wad in one sentence. Slow down, man. Let's get a little foreplay in here before we dive right in. Okay, deep breath. Sorry about that, guys. Let's travel back to April of 2017. That is when the first toilet was reportedly clogged in a ladies' restroom at the DeLand Community Center. Ah, just a harmless clog. These things must happen all the time, right? Perhaps, but not in this manner. This clog wasn't from a log. Somebody dropped something in the toilet, and it wasn't a deuce. It was a plastic bottle jammed all up in there, and that dirty H2O was flowing all over the floor. Interesting. The plop thickens. Oh, before we move on, how rude of me. Let me introduce you guys to the DeLand Community Center located at 901 Broughton Drive. 4.5 out of 5 stars from 10 Google reviews. Adele, probably not the singer, gave 5 stars 3 months ago. Quote, Oi, this was a great place to host a family party. Right on. Neil, 5 stars 2 years ago. Quote, Thanksgiving for the family again at a great lakefront location. End quote. Thanksgiving at the community center. Sounds lovely. No doubt toilets were clogged that night. The old-fashioned way. Back to the story. April 2017. Toilet clogged. This happens again and again and again and again and again and again. Periodically for the next year until March of 2018. Washroom vandalism is a tough one to prove. Obviously there are no cameras in there. At least not legally. So after the final clog on a March morning, employees were able to confirm that the washroom had been checked the previous night and was in perfect working order. From there, they narrowed things down through CCTV footage to a suspicious character, 35-year-old Patrick D. Beeman. Officers who looked into this man found out he was employed by a temp agency. After speaking to the manager, they found out some intriguing info. At the first company the agency placed him with, he had damaged a few of their toilets. He was only at that place for about a month. The next company they placed him at, similar incidents occurred there, but nothing was proven. Geez, why didn't this temp place just fire his ass? I worked for a temp agency once. I was working on this hot, sweaty assembly line for like 10 bucks an hour. It was terrible. My first shift, first break, I went out to my car and just sat there staring off into space feeling sorry for myself. I hadn't packed a lunch, had no friends there yet, obviously. I was just like, wow, my life really sucks. Next thing I know, I fired up my car and drove up to McDonald's and never looked back. It was fantastic. 
The temp agency called me later that day, and they're all like, what happened to you? And I said, yeah, it wasn't really a good fit for me. Could you guys put me somewhere else? And they're all like, you can't just leave without telling anyone. And I'm thinking, uh, yeah, actually you can. And it was pretty easy. No one even tried to stop me. Needless to say, that agency never called me back. Fair enough. Can't say I blame them. But Patrick, this dude's vandalizing toilets. And he's getting the Catholic priest treatment over here. They just transfer him from one job site to another. Unreal. Anywho, once police figure this out, they realize they have a serial toilet clogger on their hands. When they confronted Mr. Beeman with their newfound info, it didn't take much prodding to get him to spill the beans. He confessed that he got these strong urges to do strange things. Strange things like search through dumpsters to find plastic bottles to clog up women's toilets. Strange indeed, but we've seen worse. I might be jaded from researching all these petty crime stories, because I don't even find Patrick that weird. What he's doing actually sounds kind of fun. Why women's washrooms, though? Why not men's? That's a little concerning. Would be a lot less suspicious slipping into a guy's washroom when you're a guy. While these clogs sound fairly harmless, they were quite the nuisance. The city estimated that it cost about $200 each time an incident occurred. Joe Curlin, superintendent for the city's Parks and Forestry Department, said that the bottles were shoved so deep down in the pipes that the repairmen had to take them apart to retrieve them. Patrick Beeman was charged with criminal damage to property times 12. These charges are all misdemeanors. In early June of 2019, seven of those charges were dismissed. Okay, and now let's move forward to July 1st, 2019 for Patrick's sentencing. We have the Honorable Judge Kent Hoffman presiding, and Judge Kent is taking this very seriously. He punished our boy Patrick harshly. I mean, sure, Pat's a dumbass, but hey, I don't want to see his life go down the drain. Pun always intended. The state recommended that he get 30 days in jail along with probation. Judge Kent, though, he said, nah, not enough. Let's give him 30 days for each charge to be served consecutively. Don't bother getting your calculators out, folks. I did that complicated math for you. That's 150 days in the slammer. And that's to go along with three years probation. Let's throw in a payment of $5,500 in restitution, as well as 100 hours of servicing the community. Oh, and let's not allow him to possess any alcohol or controlled substances during that period of time either. Judge Kent throwing down the hammer. That dude is cold. Well, actually, maybe he does have a heart in there somewhere, because he did cut Patrick a bit of slack. He allowed him to partake in the Huber program. What's the Huber program, you ask? Oh, it's fantastic. Eight hours a day, five days a week, Patrick is let out of jail to go to work. Then he has to come right back to his cell. Isn't that nice? Not. That, for me, is the ultimate nightmare. Literally, the only good thing about going to jail for five months would be the fact that you get five months vacation from work. Damn, poor Patrick. In his defense, he seemed remorseful about the whole situation. In the one quote we have from him, he gets all religious on us. Makes sense, people seem to find our Lord in prison all the time. Why is he always hanging out in there? It's crazy. I, Patrick D. Beeman, quote, I need to make things right and pray for forgiveness every day. End quote. Darn tootin', brother. Not a heck of a lot of activity in the Daily Mail comment section, but we have a couple quotes. 
Lord Dirk Digglesworth says, Just be thankful this guy has never heard of an upper decker. Ooh, that's true. For those of you not in the know, that's when you pull the lid off the back of the toilet and take a steamy dump in the tank. It's beautiful. Let's see what else we got here. Oh, and Amy from Philadelphia asked the question that I'm sure is on every lady's mind. Is he single? (laughs) Doubt it. As they always say, all the good ones are taken. Okay, that'll do it for creep number one. Let's move on to creep number two. And for this one, we're traveling to Japan. Specifically, the city of Fukuoka. It's spelled F-U-K-U-O-K-A. I'm most likely pronouncing that wrong, and I don't care. Japantalk.com says this of Fukuoka. Within Japan, Fukuoka is best known for its unique food and large red light district. Meow. The city also has temples, shrines, festivals, castle ruins, beaches, islands, shopping, entertainment, and nightlife. Fukuoka is Japan's sixth largest city with 1.5 million residents. End quote. Okay, I can dig it. Sounds cool. We're in the heavily populated city of Fukuoka. The date is September 29th, 2019. A man is being arrested for the three months of inconvenience he's been causing at a convenience store. See what I did there? The convenience chain is called Lawson's. And this particular one is in the Chuo Ward. Let's lazily get to know Lawson's through a small quote from Wikipedia. Quote, Lawson Incorporated is a convenience store franchise chain in Japan. The store originated in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. It doesn't state the specific Lawson store, but I found one in the Chuo Ward of Fukuoka. It has a 3.3 star average from 20 Google reviews that have been translated, most likely horrifically, into English. Let's start with a 2 star from Kowu. Please don't cancel me for the accent. Quote, Shock! When I look at the extractor, it smells strange from the persimmon. The rotten coffee beans were melted and attached to a transparent case. How many months have you not cleaned it? I'm installing it in a place where customers can see it. So let's get it right before you get food poisoning. End quote. Okay. I've never had a persimmon before. It's some kind of orange fruit. Looks delicious. What I gather from that quote is this place is rather unsanitary, at least around the coffee machine. Okay, let's do one more. Four stars, quote, They make delicious food in the kitchen every day. The store manager responded to the chitin, although it caused trouble for my misunderstanding before. Big croquet bento. Good night, baby. End quote. Okay, let's just move on because I don't really understand what's going on here. Positive review, though, so that was nice. We are at a Lawson's convenience store in 2019. As you can probably guess from the title of this episode, we have another serial toilet clogger. There were six clogs reported over a three-month period, all of them in the ladies' restroom. Our perpetrator here is using a more conventional method. Instead of using a plastic bottle to clog up the pipes, they are just jamming a bunch of toilet paper in there. He used so much toilet paper... A plumber needed to be called on two of those occasions. Does the trick, though. Happens at my house all the time. My five-year-old uses way too much toilet paper, and I'm constantly plunging the toilet when he's done. I know it's him because my seven-year-old has a strange habit of throwing his used toilet paper in the garbage can no matter how many times I tell him not to. He'll grow out of that habit eventually, though. At least I hope. 
So these clogs happened at the same store every time, which would lead to this guy's downfall and eventual arrest. You gotta mix it up. Can't be following a pattern or you'll eventually be caught. That's just how it goes. An observant store clerk put it together that every time there was a clog, the same man could be seen in the vicinity skulking about, leering, watching excitedly as female customers complained of the messy shitter. That same clerk jotted down the mystery man's license plate number. Police had to give them a call if the man ever returned. And sure enough, on September 27th, around 9.40 a.m., he did. And the employee gave them a ring just as they watched the man slip into the ladies' restroom. Busted. Now here's where the twist comes in. The man was 47-year-old Takashi Asuchi, and he was a, wait for it, police sergeant of the Community Safety Division. Yikes. Takashi actually admitted to what he did. His reasoning? Quote, I was interested in women's toilets. I wanted to go in and see. End quote. Pretty lame reason. I'm sure there was more to it than that. His routine was he'd go in, clog the woman's toilet, then hang out in the parking lot and look through the window. When he saw a woman use the bathroom, he'd enter the store so he could watch and listen as they came out, disappointedly to complain about the overflowing toilets. Not to kink shame here, but this is a weird one. Getting off on ladies complaining about clogged toilets. Maybe just hated women. Either way, it's messed up. He's probably excited that they had to hold in their bowel movements. Maybe he hoped that when the women left the store and still had to go really bad, they'd ask him if they could shit on his chest or give him a golden shower. Now we're talking. <laughs> I could work with that. Takashi was charged with burglary, which doesn't really make sense, but apparently, at least in Japan, crimes committed during unlawful entry also fall into the category of burglary. Police issued an apology for Takashi's odd behavior, saying, quote, We deeply apologize to everyone in the prefecture for the inappropriate behavior by one of our officers. End quote. I couldn't find any follow-up results for this story, which sucks, but the police officer twist was too strange to pass up, so I wanted to tell it anyways. Plus, it's just weird that there were two guys in different parts of the world that had this strange obsession with clogging women's toilets. Last I heard, they were considering firing Takashi, which you think would be a no-brainer. I mean, he's a dirty cop, a filthy one, just not in the usual way. I'm sure he still kept his job, and this embarrassing incident was swept under the rug. Sora News 24 has some quotes from a group of netizens, which were pretty funny. I didn't know what a netizen was, unfamiliar with the term. It's just a user of the internet, especially a habitual or avid one according to Oxford Dictionary. Huh, learn something new every day. Let's hear those quotes. We got five of them. Number one, a guy who wants to watch women get upset because they can't use the toilet is extremely gross. Clogging up toilets on purpose is just wrong, too. End quote. They have a point, but come on, we've seen way worse. Number two, this guy is the worst of the worst. End quote. Okay, definitely disagree. Ever heard of rape, assault, murder, literally any other crime? Jeez Louise. Netizen number three. People get labeled pervs so often that it's really surprising to see the real deal. End quote. What rock have these people been living under? Wow. Number four. Now I'm going to be extra concerned when I encounter a clogged public toilet. No doubt. 
Keep your eyes peeled for any leering creeps with boners as you march on over to a supervisor to complain. One more. Hit us with it. Netizen number five. How does one possibly get off on seeing a woman upset because she can't use the toilet? End quote. I don't have the answer to that, my friend. I really wish I did. Because if I could get aroused every time I disappointed a lady, my life would be one constant, never-ending orgasm. Without even trying. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we are back. That's a wrap on episode number 60, Serial Toilet Cloggers. Weirdos, man. The world is full of them. As always, I want to thank Steffi for voicing the disclaimer, the operator for providing that sweet, sweet theme music, and my boo for editing this episode. Oh, and Jack Luna for sharing his story. Thanks, bro. Always appreciate it. Check out his podcast, Dark Topic, and 911 Calls with the Operator, if you haven't already. Amazing stuff over there. Never a dull moment. All right, it's listener confession time, baby. So sing it with me. Let's get criminal, criminal. I want to get criminal. Wow, that one was beautiful. Sometimes I struggle to hit those high notes, but oh, a thing of beauty there. Okay, like I said earlier, this one's a little different. We have a few toilet clogging stories sent in. So here goes. Paula M. says, I didn't clog a toilet, but I shit behind a Walmart one time after eating a bad peanut at the... My, <laughs> but I shit behind a Walmart one time after eating a bad peanut at the bowling alley. My mom had a bad nut too, but she made it almost all the way home before she had to jump out and shit by the mailbox while my sister and I drove up the driveway to the house. Guess you could say she left a package for the mailman. <laughs> Okay, thanks, Paula. And yeah, I'm sure he appreciated that. A bad peanut at the bowling alley. I'm not sure if I'm missing something, like if that's some kind of slang, maybe? Or did you literally eat some bad bowling alley peanuts? Because that sounds disgusting. I'm picturing just like a bowl of complimentary nuts at the bar that everyone sticks their dirty fingers into after finger blasting their bowling balls. Either way, love it, and thanks for sharing. Next, we got Andrew K. And he says... 
Good day. I got a clogged shitter story. It didn't happen to me. Let's just be clear. Yeah, that's what they all say. It happened to a co-worker at my current place of employ. She's an odd duck, but a good egg. Anyway, it was a normal Monday before things turned, you know. So a student flushed in the face says, Excuse me, I, uh, have, uh, a bit of a problem. Coworker. What's that, dear? Student. Um, I need to borrow a plunger. Coworker. A what? Student goes red and whispers louder. A plunger. Coworker. Oh, a plunger. Well, you're in luck. I got one, but it doesn't work very well. I think it's for a sink, but here you go. Student quickly disappears. Cut to a little while later. Coworker is checking bathrooms and sees a broken plunger and a toilet that's on the brink of an overflow. Coworker does the unfathomable. Gets a pair of calving gloves. You know, the kind that go up to your shoulder pretty well. And commands me to get a bunch of industrial garbage bags and proceeds to dig for gold, dredging their way to free the pipe. It was successful, but I didn't stick around for the procedure. All right, thanks, Andrew. Calving gloves, like C-A-L-V-I-N-G. I guess that's obviously when a cow is giving birth to a calf. Got to get your arms all up in there. Wow, good for her. Your co-worker's a real trooper. Some nasty shit. And to break a plunger? That poor student must have been putting in some significant work to fix that clog. Should probably get on a different diet. Okay, last one. And this one was sent in by Gypsy Fins. Great name, by the way. She calls this one, My Clogged Toilet Story. I worked at a Maryland State Park campground for 10 years in the maintenance department. Of course, we got plenty of clogged toilets, but one in particular was the clear winner. I was working alone and found a turd-clogged toilet in the men's bathhouse. I knew the second I saw it, I was in for a fight. I'd seen plenty of toilets clogged with piles of poo and toilet paper, but this was one giant lumpy turd plugging up the entire toilet hole. I'm talking the size of a baby's arm. I immediately had a moment of silence for the sphincter this monster busted out of. As usual, I grabbed a plunger and a bucket, but when I hit that bad boy with the plunger, nothing happened. It was like hitting a rock. I tried everything to get this Yeti down, but nothing worked. I finally ended up grabbing a strong, thick stick from outside and set in on this thing like a sculptor chipping away at a blank slab of marble. It took forever to break this thing up, enough to get it down. My biggest regret is not taking video to share with others. In the moment, I texted my husband to ask him if it was inappropriate to take a pic slash video and send it to friends and co-workers. And he said, yes, don't do it. I wish I hadn't listened to him. In the 10 years I worked there, it was always the men's room that had the craziest poop incidents. Toilet clogs, shitting in the shower, writing on walls, but with poop. But thankfully, it was few and far between. However, on a day-to-day basis, the women's room was an absolute nightmare that convinced me women are dirty fucking animals with zero consideration for anyone. I swear, every time I walked into a woman's bathhouse, I was deeply ashamed of my gender. Well, thanks, Gypsy. And I've heard that about ladies' bathrooms before. I always found that strange. I guess women are better at covering up their disgustingness in public, but behind closed doors, they get just as freaky as us dudes. Humans are animals, after all. And yes, you should have taken video. (laughs) It's not like you were naming and shaming whoever took that monster dump. It was still anonymous. At the very least, I'm sure your co-workers would have appreciated it. 
chipping away at that turd with a thick stick like a sculptor on a blank slab of marble. I can picture it perfectly. Love it. Thanks for your story, Gypsy. And thank you to everyone for pitching in on these stories. I like it when I can get you guys involved. Okay, I'll do the Patreon shoutouts next episode. Been getting a decent amount lately, so thank you. Anyone wishing to support the show and get some kick-ass bonus content in return can do so by going to patreon.com slash excuse me that's illegal and joining up. There's also a link in the show notes for that and my PayPal and all that good stuff. Thank you so much everyone for your continued support. You the best. Before we get out of here, I have a promo to play for a kick-ass podcast called Wife of Crime. I've been listening to this one for a while now. Jess and Russ are a great team and I love their chemistry. Jess weaves together an amazing story while Russ provides hilarious commentary with his New York accent. It's fucking beautiful, eh? Forget about it. That's not New York, is it? (laughs) Anyways, I'll let them tell you all about their show in a moment. As for myself, I'll see you all in another 10 days when I serve you up another hearty helping of soft core skill baggery. Peace! Take it away, Jess and Russ. Hey everyone, my name is Jess and I'm the co-host of a weekly true crime podcast called Wife of Crime. Every week I tell my husband one of my favorite true crime stories and he reacts to them. Sometimes I get mad at him. You're going to really regret all of this judginess that you're doing right now once I tell you this story because you're being very judgmental. Obviously something bad's going to happen. She's making a lot of bad decisions. Well, you're being very judgmental. Stop. And sometimes he makes really weird noises. Ah! He now thinks that he's an FBI profiler. Yeah. How about that? Rust a profile of placebo effect. (laughs) But most of the time, he just has really funny color commentary. Wow, so he's sitting in his human leather chair, eating fruity pebbles out of a skull. (laughs) You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts and check us out on Instagram at Wife of Crime Pod. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.